Just a couple of quick announcements before diving into this week's episode of the Basically Good Podcast. I expect some exciting things in the Basically Good shop. Over the next few weeks, we have a, a few items that are on order that are actually being manufactured right now and should be here within uh, probably the first, second week of March. Uh, we're just not sure when those will arrive yet. We don't have a, a solid date, so we will let you know as soon as we get that. But they are coming. They are ordered. And we're very excited to share them with you. Thank you again for the continual love of the re brand of the basically good podcast we're so excited to have that done and to have new banners and, and the logo itself uh, we're very excited and uh, we feel we feel like pros what can i say we feel great so it's awesome to uh, continue to just hear that feedback uh, and we're excited to share some new items with you in the shop here over the next few weeks um what's going on here uh we'll be this next not this week but the following week on wednesday uh march 9th so uh catch up if you haven't done so already on episodes of the basically good podcast uh we do have uh, we're in the books where we're planning and doing a what's going on here episode specifically for the uh happenings in the starfinder show uh, as we haven't had one in some time uh so we'll, 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 if you are a starfinder head if you're the bangerang gang follower absolutely uh, stay up to date on those we'll be discussing those here soon in the next few months um, we, speaking of Starfinder, speaking of the Bangarang Gang, a new episode, uh, episode 18, will be dropping not this week, but next week uh, on the Basically More podcast, Monday, March 7th. Um, so, if, again, get caught up if you haven't done so already. Some great things coming your way. Uh, and uh, for this week, uh, for uh, the, we, we'd love to, to shout out some of our patron followers, uh, Patreon supporters. So, Patron of the Week this week is going to be none other than Steven from New York. Steven has been a supporter. I mean, I, I believe Steven was the very first supporter uh, that we had that uh, we didn't know on Patreon and has been supporting us for months and months and months and months for such a long time. Uh, Steven has jumped in and uh, commented on a lot of the Patreon posts, uh, voted in several uh, several uh, things that we need votes on, lots of uh, feedback forms as well as hero duels. Uh, so Steven's always been a follower and, and, and a, a quiet supporter in the wings. Steven, thank you so much. We still appreciate your uh, gifts every month, your, your uh uh, feedback that you provide us, uh, it means so much. So, Stephen from New York, thank you for, for your support and for being a Patreon supporter. If you'd like to support us on Patreon, head on over to patreon.com slash basically good podcast uh, as well as i mean if you follow us on social media if you can't support us on patreon the best way to support us is to dive in follow us on social basically g pod on twitter basically uh, basically good pod on instagram uh, we also have a facebook page join our discord follow the link tree uh, to our discord uh, in our our twitter handle our twitter link tree there's a link in our our bio there that you can follow uh, and get that link to the discord it's great chatter we're talking every week about the most recent episodes as well as other fun topics uh, it's a huge month for gaming so the gaming uh channel is popping off we're talking about elden ring we're talking about uh, a couple of other big big games that are out now so jump in if you haven't done so already we'd love to hear from you and last but not least uh, if you haven't left us a review on either spotify or apple Podcasts, that is truly the best way to support non-monetarily uh, is by dropping a review let's i would love to hear your feedback we'd love to hear your feedback on the show uh so head on over to apple Podcasts or spotify drop a review let us know uh your thoughts and opinions on the show it means the world goes a long way helps our reach a ton that is all the announcements that i have for this week Please enjoy this week's episode of the Basically Good Podcast. We open 
to the frosted hillside of Kite Hill overlooking the port city of Kentargo, we see a group of scared villagers huddled at the bottom of the hill, all of their kites fallen on the grassy knoll. And we see the crumpled amalgamation of flesh and metal of a dead, large-sized Velstrak. And then about 50 or so yards away, we see another in the Bellflower Network Agency's halfling stand over it. And we see a blood-spattered-faced Nolly Petri start making your way over towards you guys. Is there anything you guys are doing? Kaleri, your leg has just been gashed open Oof. from like a 60-plus damage crit. Um, I believe it ended with Frizz throwing like two, like a alchemist fire and a junk bomb into the heart yeah. and the chest cavity of this thing and exploded and crumpled on the ground. Bits flying everywhere. And what wee do you guys woo. do? Wee woo, wee woo. Nurse Aaron here. <laughs> Let me see your leg. Aaron, please, my leg. Ooh, yeah, that yeah. looks like a stinker of a wound there, Kaleri. Barely walking. Does it hurt when I do this? And he puts his finger. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Kaleri immediately punches him in the face. Oof. I imagine, like, you can see bone, I would imagine, right. not to get too graphic, but it, it is a nasty wound, uh, hindering Calare's, uh inhuman speed. But as as you guys are kind of, like, tending to Calare, Nolly makes her way over. Urkel, did you want to do something before she gets there? Uh-uh. Okay. She steps up to you guys, but she quickly, as she, like, looks to see that Kaleri is wounded, she turns, she quickly dashes over to the heap of what's left of the Velstrax, and she brings her uh, magical hoe down on the beast. As you see at this point, it was beginning to reform and put its chest cavity back together. And she stabs it with her hoe, and then it stops twitching altogether. She turns back to you guys, kind of wipes some of the blood off her face and says, I've got to use silver on these guys or else they'll just come back. She kind of flicks some of the blood off of her hoe and says, Clary, was it? You all right? You guys did a mighty fine job saving these here Kentargans. Yeah, I, I'll i be okay. Aaron over here is Pretty good at his job. Healer. He's an accountant. Wizard, accountant, nurse, <laughs> uh, professor. That he, has, he wears a lot of hats and he's good at all of them. Hi, I'm Aaron. <laughs> I see. She kind of like looks off down at the at the citizens and so she kind of like kicks at a tuft of grass and says, Damn, Nidalese. I knew they were up to something. Never thought they'd launch an attack on the city like this. 
what happened there? There was there was nothing. There was, and then there were Valstrax. I don't. I think I'm confused. Did any townsfolk say they saw anything suspicious? There was no danger, and there was a ton of danger. I'm afraid I didn't get a good look, but you bring up a good point, Urkel. If you want to accompany me, we could start asking some of these townsfolk if they saw anything odd before the attack. Be a pleasure it's to walk with you, yes. Sad to say that circumstances being as they are, if you guys wouldn't have come when you did. This could have gone a whole lot worse. And for that, you've got my thanks and the thanks of the Bellflower Network. And she starts kind of making her way down the hill. Yeah, Urkel, uh, follows then okay yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna let you um if you want to just give me a diplomacy check i think it's there's actually an action called like gather knowledge or something like that uh but yeah use a diplomacy check to kind of spend 10 minutes asking people questions while aaron takes about 10 minutes to heal calaria's leg we're taking you in for questioning Tell us everything you know. Urkel's just yelling at all the... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, natural to what me, dude? Holy. <laughs> Love that. Urkel, that I is, just feel like okay, I can okay. trust you with everything I know for some reason. Just <laughs> love me, the bellflower Network and the Kentargas. I'd love to get a drink with him. <laughs> he just seems like a cool guy. <laughs> Real down-to-earth guy. Uh, that is... Let me get totals for you. Um, yeah, that's 40, dude. That is a critical success. And asking some of the villagers, you eventually come across one woman and she says something interesting. She says that she saw a human figure, definitely humanoid, medium sized man. And they were, she, she noticed like them near the tree line before the attack. And they were wearing some kind of robes. Any of the defining features, um, on this, this, this person, they seem to be doing anything strange, any movements. Yes. They, they move their hands in a strange way I I would assume they cast some sort of spell I, I'm i not sure but they were gone the second I saw the monster I, I looked back and they were gone mm-hmm. but they were wearing some strange purple and red robe it, it looks not from around here Uh, um. Yeah, the only thing that I can think of is like connecting that back towards what happened in town with the um, Hell Knights too. Like it just seemed like somebody's like conjuring stuff up like all over the place. Um, has anything like this happened before? I would just ask um, maybe even just the guide if this is like common occurrence or if this is just 
uh, like, like never has this happened. Like like attacks have attacks been happening yeah. around town. You said guide. Just like who you're, I was. Who are you asking? With. What's her name? Oh, who? I want to say oh, Niva, but that would be the rat captain from <laughs> the other game we're playing. No, Nolly. Nolly, that's right. I want to ask Nolly. Oh. Yeah, Nolly comes over. Here is like listening next to you. No, we uh, we've had our fair share of attacks a few years ago, but nothing like this. This is again. I knew that Nidal was up to something, but sending Velstrax to attack the people of the city. This, th- this, we've got to report this. This is. This, we could finally use this against him. Proof that they're not to be trusted. I just feel like I think Urkel is. It doesn't feel like it adds up. Like I maybe even express some of it. Like potentially, right? Like I think summoning Velstrax is a very Nidalese thing, as far as we know. Like a very common type of magic they use, but. It almost seems like when you're sending diplomats to try and build treaties, you don't attack the people in town, right? Uh, so uh, it could be some other entity trying to make them look bad or, um, you know, it just doesn't, it doesn't smell right. I think it's, it's worth reporting though. I think you would say it's absolutely worth talking to somebody about like informing you know people to be careful but i don't mm-hmm. know if that's enough proof to be like yeah it's the nidalese diplomats get them out of here she well as you're kind of thinking about this listening to nolly say that you see the woman that you guys were talking that saw the the figure says really you it's it's them i Oh gods, and and then and then like someone else overhears, and they're like, "Nidal, this is an attack from Nidal," and then they're all kind of like turning to you guys, looking for an answer. And Nolly says, "Well, what, what?" She says, "One moment, let's um, let's all stay calm here for a second. But uh, she kind of turns to Urkel and says, "They've got a right to know. Do." They want to know something from us. They're looking for us to, what do we tell them? I guess I would want to consult with Aaron too. Urkel looks over at Aaron and is like, Aaron, is this sort of summoning from your knowledge, is this something that anyone can do? Can anyone summon a Velstrak or is this strictly for shadow magic casters? Or, you know, this, this- no, no, <laughs> anyone can, the planar ally. No, that's anyone can. I mean, you kind of got to sign the contract. Aaron, Aaron summons a Velstrak. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> snap my fucking fingers. Watch this. <laughs> See? <laughs> now leave. Velstrak, easy. <laughs> Poof. <laughs> leave. I mean, conversation. Everyone else is just like on the ground, weeping. Yeah. Just scared out of their minds. They're like, it's them. One. They're they're the ones. It's them. <laughs> Aaron says, Aaron says, no, it's. It, this could easily I'm not saying it is don't get me wrong I'm not saying it is but this could just be an imposter who is just trying to appear uh, it could be somebody who's trying to work against the Nidalees who are trying to um, you know use these Kevins uh, as part of a deal <laughs> and so they say 
you know what? I'm going to make these Kevins look real bad and mess everything up. Or it could be somebody who's specifically, you know, a halfling liberation hater. So, I, or it could be the, you know, Natalie's diplomats are making a, you know, <laughs> staged attack on, on these uh, oppressed individuals. So, so what are you saying? I'm I, saying that they have the power to summon Kevin's. We know that. Um, the other part, uh, we know nothing. It doesn't seem like there's enough proof. I know not only that you had mentioned that this is enough proof, but I don't think Anne or even myself really at this point believe that that's definite proof to provoke fear. Um, there's still a lot oh, that we need to uncover. No, no. Fear should be provoked. That's... Fear of the night Elise, forgive me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not Clary, Clary hobbles over, uh, kind of coughs a little bit. Uh, she's got this big fat bandage on her right leg. Um, and Sit down, I'm not done. Aaron pushes her <laughs> on the ground. She's like kind of hobbling Flesh over. Flesh hanging out. She's like sits on the ground next to everybody because Aaron told her to sit down. Uh, and she says, I call me crazy, but I don't think this was Nidal. Magic users can use any number of ways to, to threaten people, to hurt people. Why in the world would they make it so obvious that it was them when they are trying to diplomatically deal with everyone here in Kentargo? It just doesn't add up to me. And she looks at the people and says, I don't know if it adds up to all of you, but why would they do this? Why would they let everyone know that they're at odds with the people of Kentargo? No, there's got to be someone who's trying to frame them. But that's just what I think. So, to me, it seems like somebody in the Dark Triad. Sorry, that's something else. <laughs> I don't think Star anybody triad. but us and Dark Nal triad and Nali is, knows about them, though. <laughs> the, the general the Dark triad, know about is the triad a, is a cluster of syndromes that lines up for somebody being oh, a sociopath. I apologize. Oh, <laughs> so we know there is an organization working against this Liberation Front. That shall not be named at the moment, apparently, uh, via Calaria's advice. And they are in cahoots with somebody who is wielding these Kevins. And I think they probably are Nidalese, but that does not mean this is the same uh, Night Elise ambassadors trying to come make a deal, right? Right. So there's some messy stuff going on, but we can't point fingers and be confident. Not. I mean, we yet. could be confident, but we could definitely be wrong. You know. What we I mean? could be wrong. Not yet. I don't know if we have enough information quite yet. Nolly kind of turns to the people, and they're they're hearing all of you. Heard Kalari and everything. They're and hearing. She me? says. <laughs> And Nolly says, like the adventurer said, now, you know me, I'm not a fan of these Natalies. I wish they'd keep the drab, colorless, torturous selves out of our city, but let's not be too hasty. Something about this does stink. And I swear to you, as Nolly and these adventurers that we'll figure out what's going on. But for now, you guys need to get inside the city. I recommend buddying up and not going out past dark. 
and kind of her words kind of soothe and and comfort the crowd and they begin right. to kind of go off into the city. Sorry about the stink or half work uh anyway. <laughs> I'll get the drinks later. Stinky gets the drinks. Now before I was rudely cut off, I think we might have less time actually than than we thought if if this triad or Nadal attacked us here, they might have well have attacked the other places and I'll personally go with you guys to the to the coffee house and it missed occurs. Hundy and she kinda yells over at Hundy and speaks in halfling and he and the other one he's like tending to their wounds and he kinda speaks back in halfling and thumbs up and she's like, Alright, I'm gonna head with you guys, but we gotta be quick. I don't want any any dead bodies on my watch. Um <clears throat> So we're headed to the coffee, the coffee house tonight? Yeah, if we can get there, it's not too far. It's right by the right by the gate you guys all passed out of on the way here. Right. It's in the it, village district. Oh, uh, in the village district. It, the village The village. <laughs> Is there any place that we could potentially um, hold up there? Um, is it, is it, does it have rooms available? By chance, or is it just this uh, an actual coffee shop? No, Miss uh, Miss Longroads has a place for y- for you all to. She's got rooms. I can say Amazing. that. Perfect. Yeah, it's we we've news. got to hurry. Calare really isn't in a whole lot of. Oh, Aaron healed me. I'm fine. She's freaking fine. Let's fight. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm Aaron, Aaron gave me forty three hit points, and my leg is fine. So we're ready Her to question my in that skills. <laughs> Just trying to make sure that we take it easy. We don't have My hands are steady. Don't <laughs> question me again. <laughs> Urkel, Urkel, look. Aaron, even like in the stitches, he made a little jaguar. Pretty cool. Oh, Aaron is so cute. Thank Impeccable you. skills. Thank you. What did you use to fill in the missing flesh? Uh... <laughs> Dirt. Some, <laughs> some leftover shag carpet. <laughs> we're oh off. God. We're off to the coffee house. Okay, you guys. Uh, you guys are gonna head down Kite Hill. Go back through the main gate. Uh, I believe it's the night gate because it's the road that heads to Nidal. And you guys enter the Valarge district. We're just gonna call it that now. And you guys are gonna cut west. And on the way there, Nolly says that the coffee house will be the first stop that the school for girls is kind of like on the westernmost side of this district. And you guys get about halfway there down the cobblestone roads. Sun is kind of starting to, to set a little bit. I would say it's about four or five. Um, it's not quite golden hour, but getting there. And you begin to see people down the road coming towards you, kind of running. Uh, and they're just des- hustling. Describe body language. Aggressively running at us or running from something? They are Is- running from something. These like well-dressed villagers are like just looking at past you guys. <laughs> oh goodness. 
Yeah, it's not, a, not a good them, sign. Go again. Do we want to ask them what's going on as they run past? Nah, we know where we're going. <laughs> all right, I start sprinting towards the direction that they were running from. <laughs> you guys, you guys all kind of make eye contact and and you kind of see the the way Aaron and, and Claire are going, and you guys book it. Nolly kind of trying to keep up and like shouting out which way to go, which streets to cut down, and eventually you guys are brought to a larger establishment in between some other businesses that says the Long Roads Coffee House, and you see kind of the front double doors are just like broken in, like like bent in from the inside, oh, no. and people are glasses kind of been shattered on the front windows and it looks desolate and there's no one kind of in the outside the street you know uh but it is eerily quiet from within is there any body oh we're not inside we're outside no you guys are standing outside nolly says shit we're too late i don't know that just yet she kind of whip she whips out her hoe Oh. Like what? Letting you guys take the take the lead. How long does it take to cast clairvoyance, or is there a way to scry or get vision in there, at all? Or is that just sorry? Me? I had to cough really loud. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> he looked pissed. Yeah, I was like, oh, I won't tell you how to play your character like, anymore. Fuck. That's okay. Fuck Urkel. It looked like honestly, it looked like you were mad dogging him, like like barking at him. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know just, you get to the thing where you got a tickle in your throat and so you might as well just punch the cough yeah right no, you yeah. punch you it gotta, out you're not gonna hurt anything by doing out. that either yeah <laughs> um it takes 10 minutes to cast clairvoyance okay. we messed up earlier um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay you know we're learning Hey, we're, hey, we're learning. learning. And we are going to be on our third campaign, and something like this is going to happen again. Just, <laughs> we know. We played first edition for years, and we're still getting basic rules down. So Remember when Remember when you just took three ma mage armors a day and cast it on everybody? Because we thought that's how that worked. <laughs> Uh, yeah. And our like <laughs> level one paladin had like twenty three AC. Oh Oopsie. <laughs> but uh, hey, so. hey, Aaron, do you have a wait? Well, I, first I should ask Chance. Is it dark inside? Yeah. Um, no. I mean, it looks like they're like. It looks like it would like normal operating conditions, other than the front doors are wide open kind of barely hanging on their hinges and it looks like the glass has all been blown out uh from the inside oh, like somebody all, like threw a freaking bomb in there dude right it would look similar to that but no uh, it doesn't look necessarily like dark uh what class uses bombs <gasps> no growl's not a bomber though he's a he's a mutagen he alien. has bombs you, though he's an alchemist you think that yeah you or think he, that he can't make bombs? No, he, he made an oath. He, took he the, has uh, he has bombs like strapped to him. What you're are you right. talking you're right. about? Hey, you know what? <laughs> oh, why don't you shut the fuck up, Aaron? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking maybe Honestly, it's not Urkel. him. I don't know. Is it? Does it hurt, Urkel? Somebody else go in is there. It, Somebody else go tender? in there. Is your pride tender? Urkel, pal. Let's send emoji. the guy with the pajamas inside first. Go. <laughs> Clary's just shaking her head and walks in the front door. 
Okay, Claire, you are going to walk in. You're going to spring the trap, dude. Little fish wire trap. Kaboom. Claire is dead. <laughs> Legs ablaze again. I fix him. <laughs> I can fix any leg. <laughs> Aaron's our leg guy. Yeah, I'm going to walk leg up. Day. I'm going to like knock on the side of the door. Just hit a little. Hello? Anybody oh in God. there? Housekeeping. No, we can't say that anymore. <laughs> yeah, you kind of walk in, knock on the door and kind of peek in and you see there are broken chairs that are sprawled out in front of the the double doors. Uh, overturned tables and far on the other side there's like a uh, stairway uh, to an upstairs portion. Uh, the front windows again are blown out, glass all over the floor on the kind of outside and you get the smell of I imagine Claire you have your you know your scent ability you get the, the you get wafts of blood cardamom and coffee come down the stairs and you look in and it just looks like there's been an all out brawl tables mm. chairs turned over kind of blood splatters here and there I'm going to keep pushing in further are Aaron and Urkel still arguing uh, Nolly, is there any back entrance <laughs> into this place? Oh, that's a good idea. Or an exit? Is this the only way through? I'll go with Galeri. Yeah. Split the there's party. A, there's a there's a door on the on the side. There's a side entrance. The only reason I'm just thinking, if somebody's in there and tries to run away, we can box it in. True. We try. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go side entrance. Frizz, you want to come with me? Yeah. Let's go. We're di we're going side entrance. Green team. Nolly, if uh, if you don't mind. Green team! <laughs> <laughs> That's so awesome, actually. It's a green team. <laughs> it's a green team. We've got green team and alpha. Green team. company. Um, hey, hey, Claire. Yeah. Do you think I could ride you in your Jaguar form sometime? Yeah, yeah, of course, Aaron. I've got one more, uh, one more cast today. So later, before yeah, bed, we can. That's a little kinky. <laughs> Glary throws a rock through one of the open windows and hits Urkel as he's walking. Past. No, just through a wall. <laughs> it goes through a wall. <laughs> uh, I asked. These are uh, my road pants. <laughs> uh, Nolly, uh, if you don't mind, could you come with us? Uh, your knowledge of the building would be helpful. Yeah. Um Yeah, and she kind of like steps up next to you, Claire, as you guys are you guys ready to walk in? Yes. Green company. Okay. Drum yeah. clock 17. <laughs> if you got you guys walk in and you get a better look at this place and you see kind of where you couldn't see before, Claire, you Next to an overturned table, you see two corpses. Oh, no, dude. And Damn. they are in kind of leather jerkins and dark black clothes. And you see stitched on like their sleeve is a scarlet triad symbol. Oh, triad baddies are boned. Oh. Yeah, the, the triad boys got whacked. 
do they what do they look like i know you said they're just like dead bloody they look like they were like bludgeoned to death stabbed the magic the culprit um yeah you want to give me a perception check yes i do want to but i need to pull up my online dice roller first if it looks like it's poison or something i could do a medicine check Ooh, ooh. i mean just give me an hour autopsy right here hopefully like just the long roads coffee house people gave him the old one too but yeah a natural one chance 17. <laughs> ah. okay ah. aaron do you want to give me one <laughs> hey aaron i think i think these guys they, they look like they died from drinking too much coffee see the blood coming out of their mouths yeah yeah that's interesting it. interesting but uh just a perception check yeah just perception but no, Calera, you, I mean, it's obvious, even with the 17, but you definitely see that their wounds were from some kind of slashing weapon. 34. And Aaron, you noticed clenched in the <laughs> stiff hand, you see a blue piece of fabric that appears to be ripped. Well... It's probably cursed, so I don't touch it. I'm just kidding. I take it. You you pick it up and Calaria, as you see Aaron kind of like pull this out of the clenched hand of this dead Scarlet Triad thug. You instantly remember that this is the same color of the cape of the Lictor of the Order of the Torrent. Oh, no. Enos. That's so sad. And when you start to remember this, Frizz, Urgle, you guys are making your way to join them. There's nothing new on the other side. Immediately, it just, like, shocks you guys, but you hear a Dong, dong, and then Clara, you hear a familiar growl, and from the shadows of the room, you see more hellhounds forming. And I need everyone to roll for initiative. Ah, oh, baby, here we go. And pull out roll twenty. I rolled and I got a twenty. Yo. Oh, I that's get, it. I got a 20 as well. Oh. Yeah, okay. Like, like, that's what you guys, after mods and everything? Yes. Yep. Bad rolls. Yes. My, my, Bad the, the number company. on my die was a five. <laughs> green company. <laughs> green company is struggling. I feel like the <laughs> green company, like, cause doesn't green, like, imply, like, new and fresh experience? New. <laughs> yeah. green, green company. Green company is not a good name. <laughs> no, it's not green company. It's, like it's green Turner team. We're the green team. It's green team is yeah, better. It's green green team. team. You're right. Green team. Kind of like a team. Yeah. Like newer. <laughs> but green. But uh, green. Chance, I, I made up for, I think I got all of your uh, rolls because I got a natural 19, so I have a 38. Nice. Our team is Team Immortal. <laughs> we'll be living for you guys are hundreds team of immortal. years. Just you wait. Just I mean, you wait till I get level 20. We're going to be Just living hundreds wait. of years. Hundreds of years <laughs> after Frizzy Gig's dead. Hundreds and hundreds of years. <laughs> Urkel's dead in the next 15. Let's be Yeah, real. there's not much we can do about that. 
I'm telling you, if Frizzy King makes a level 20, he will live forever. It's just something alchemists can do. And I will do it. Fair enough. I don't know. It may take too long. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. We've, we've climbed 10 levels in like that. Your doubt fuels months. me. It makes me stronger. <laughs> I just like the, I like to imagine Frizzy hits like level 20 and is like, goes back to his lair to craft like the potion that will give him immortality. And by that point, Aaron is just a villain now, and he just kills Frizzigig before he can create oh the potion. Oh my gosh, what and he stands over Yikes. and says, <laughs> Why are you making me do this? I told you it'd be too late, Frizzigig. I was evil the hundreds, whole time. <laughs> hundreds and then he and dumps a box of spiders on him. <laughs> oh no. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no. This is for what <laughs> you did to Urkel. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of us are gonna Frizz die. You have to die too, Frizzgig. Frizz, Frizz has killed Urkel and Kalari at oh this point. God. That's <laughs> how he got to level twenty. <laughs> exactly. Like I, I ate them and consumed their levels. <laughs> this is this is for desecrating Urkel's body. <laughs> it's for what you did to him. Aaron, what did you get for initiative? Thirty-five. Urkel, you are also going to see. Oh. A group. Oh, that's a lot of dog. That's too, a lot of dog. Too much dog? That is too much oh. dog. Oh. Oh. <laughs> but I you are going these to three dogs to Hero Duel's turn. You are going to see these three hellhounds, like this pack of hellhounds. And they're going to rush you. And you hear somebody say Fetch me their souls. Fetch me their souls. I get a Remington and I'm sitting in the corner. What? Uh, the dogs around in zombies. You'd sit in the corner with a shotgun and just oh. shoot. That's and they're oh. going to move towards you all at once in a pack. And they're going to lash out to bite you. Okay, sure. They they ran past Frizzy gig to Urkel, according to this diagram. And that is only a 24. 24 does not hit. Okay, but you see you're just surrounded by this pack of hounds. So they're all one creature? Or do they have to individually target? They're all target? moving as one <clears throat> creature. Kalari, your turn. Kalari immediately, as a free action, says, they're illusions. They're illusions. Don't believe it. Yeah, dude. Uh, she's going to move here to get in front of Nolly. Um, to kind of take the point. And then she's going to pull out a spear for one action, and she's going to chunk one at one of the wolves on uh, Urkel. 29 chance. 29, you see the javelin just goes like straight through one, and you know you hit it, but don't roll for damage. And it just like doesn't phase it at all. And it's just like not affected and then it it's you look and see that there's like no wound on it and mm. I will help you guys out because I know this is like this is a unique thing and I personally was a little confused by it by how it worked and I don't want to have a, an episode two as we like <laughs> to situation say. situation yeah um, but I would say do a if you want to use on your actions a recall knowledge or just kind of a perception to figure out what's going on okay 
right. Well, my but if you want to burn in my action, but yeah. that's my that's the end of my turn. Okay. And next up is Aaron. I want to roll to figure out what's going on. Hey, what's going so, on? Okay. I I assume that somebody has conjured these and they're actually can do damage. Yeah. So give me a perception check. I'll, I'll I think that makes I'm sense. Nervous. <clears throat> Uh, 36. 36. You would know, based on what Kaleri said, that they're not real, right? And you yeah. would assume the only two things that that could be is either an illusory creature, right? Mm -hmm. Which you guys have encountered with the uh, the cults, the Dreamweavers, yeah. when they conjured those dragons. And you know whenever you interacted with them you whenever you interact with an illusion you get a chance to disbelieve it Aaron would definitely which did not this. happen when which did not happen right so you would think this must be a haunt and so as players now that you have confirmed that this is a haunt as players I know we've had some haunts in some past games and stuff but the way that haunts work now they're hazards just like traps and other things but you you have to figure out how to disable them. Yeah. And cool. Since you made the perception check, Aaron, I will confirm these hounds and these like loud ringing bell. This ground that you're in, this environment is haunted. Yeah. And I would say it is going to take some kind of check to uh, get rid of it. And specifically with the hounds, it's going to be a religion check. All right, let me do and, that one. And it's going to take two. If you want to break one of the curse or one of the curses, it is a religion check and it's two actions to like exercise the haunt. Well, I got two actions on me. Okay, which groups of hounds are you wanting to attack? There's the bells, there's the pack over by you guys, and the pack on Urkel. <clears throat> this sounds really chunky, but I really didn't know of a good way to do it, and I didn't want you guys, like, swinging your swords, being like, this is dumb, you know? Um, yeah, and we're learning about haunts. There could be Game's more buggy. haunts in the future. Mm, yeah. yeah, but generally, yeah. generally, haunts have to be dispelled. Uh, similar to how traps are disabled with like thievery right. and these are a religious haunt so you would need to make an exorcism check all right well cool. i'm a religious man so i think i'm gonna go for the bells okay religion 30 30 30, you are going to break the curse with recitations against the power of hell. Mm, yes, I do. You hold oh, it for gosh. two actions and you disable the haunt and you hear their like loud clanging, which you would imagine would definitely start like bursting your eardrum soon, begins to soften and go away. <laughs> I say, Alarm. I say, hell sucks. It stinks. It's bad. Basically, good. <laughs> We're fucking rad. 
He says it in Latin. <laughs> yeah, and I say and it in, then, I say it in Elvish. Huge cinematic <laughs> dispelling, cracking the eardrums as it goes away after that. So good. All right, great turn by Aaron. Next turn is going to be this other pack of hellhounds, and they're going to kind of charge Clare. And they're going to make one attack at you. Oof. For a 38. That's going to be hit, Chief. Uh-oh. All right. They possess me, and I start killing everyone in my path. No. All right. 16 <laughs> piercing. Okay. And then 10 fire. Whoa. But you have some fire resist, right? I'm not raging. <laughs> not yet. Mm. Oh, I damn. would have fire resist if I was raging. Do you got okay, do you guys have those like how many rings of fire resist did you guys get? For the we have has one. a few. I just don't have any of them. I have one. Yeah. No, I've I got, got Okay, yeah. Frizz has natural natural oh, resist. Yeah. Aaron's got the ring, and then Clary gets resist when she's raging. That's yes. what I was thinking. So sixteen piercing and ten fire? Sixteen piercing, ten fire. And that is their turn. It is Nolly's turn. And she is going to whip out a small star holy symbol. And she begins to utter, seeing Aaron dispel the bells. She's going to start saying some prayers to Desna and she is going to try and exercise these hellhounds. Another death knight. Yeah, for sure. Halflings, right? Isn't that like a, a normal halfling yeah. one? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you see it begins to kind of glow and it just kind of shimmers this like non-threatening light. And then as you you look and you see the hellhounds begin to like dissolve and kind of like flutter into like butterflies and then those butterflies dissolve and the pack in front of Clary is gone. She says, thank Desna that worked. And then that is going to be her turn. Frizz and Urkel, you guys are tied for initiative. What would you like guys like to do? Got any religion, Frizz? <laughs> I have a smidge. Let's roll at and the same a... time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm just gonna, uh, I'm just gonna copy what Aaron did. Um, I know we're saying my the Desna, same thing. My Desna star. I'm gonna hold it out in front of me and kind of like squint and move my face away, like I don't know what's going on. This is really bad, but it's like it's like those people that like. They, they like were Christian and then they're like not anymore, but then they're like crashing in like a plane and they're like, God, please, please don't let me die. You know, <laughs> no, it's been a long time. <laughs> yeah. But... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I rolled a 14 plus my modifier. So 14. Well, Your I got God does not hear 24? you. 24. <laughs> 24. 24. Let me double check that DC. You get a plus 13. And they're flat footed because I'm flanking them. That's not that right. does not work. <laughs> Disable. Are you an expert in religion? 
Who's to say, really? <laughs> what that? That's what up to Desna, man. I think. Uh, that, well, I'm actually looking sucks. at my character sheet, and it looks like I did uh, check the E for expert instead of the the the, the T. So according to my sheet, whoopsie. <laughs> okay. I did actually well, do that on accident. <laughs> I I will go ahead and and let it pass because you hit the DC exactly. It says religion DC twenty four, parentheses expert. But I'm gonna house roll it and say that is enough to dispel enough. These hellhounds. Dude, Chris that's awesome. getting his Chris way. He's working his way towards yeah. expert expertise. Yeah. How does Frizz, how does Frizz religion, feel yeah. about that though? Yeah, yeah that's, that's big. huge. And and also the holy some. I mean, the only thing you've got that would be Desna that I imagine you would try to use is the little, the little <laughs> dinky one that Jeremiah gave you back in like episode five or something. I think Frizzigig just looks around for a second. And he's got uh, his eyes are real big and he just puts it back in his pocket and doesn't say anything. That's a lot to process. Yeah. You guys kind of catch your breath. Um, Kaleri, the damage you took, even though it was like piercing and and fire. Um, now that they're gone, you realize like it, it really did hurt you, right? Uh, but it was like mental, even though it really felt like those those abilities. Um, but before you guys can really like focus on like like, like communicate with each other, you see it slowly rising out of the floor in uh -oh. three different areas. You guys see floating out a ghostly like wraith of some kind with like flaming the flaming um like morning star like mace and this like really i imagine like anakin after he's been burned like his face like there's like cinders his eyes are like coals but it's just this very hellish infernal looking dude kind of like comes up and they're all three like copies of him like they're the same he's and Nolly says, mm. Desna, he's back. I didn't believe it. But none of you guys would know this guy, but this is the big bad evil from the adventure path that takes place <gasps> in Gantargo. What? Whoa, Whoa, dude, cool. So so if you play through the adventure path, this would be like you guys seeing uh, the queen from Crimson Throne. Holy That's crazy. crazy. Ghostly. Yeah. That's so cool. Um. And they're all going to roll for initiative and join you guys in round two of combat. This ghostly figure is in this area of the <laughs> of the coffee house is going to move towards Kalere for one action. And then he is going to swing his burning mace twice at you. Bring it on. First attack is a 29. That's going to be a miss. Really? Because I'm not raging. Because I'm not raging. Ha. Suck Second butt. attack is going to be only a 28. So this burning Whoa. mace just crashes and Kalari's dodging it. Just like just wipes out a table and chairs. Jeez. Oh. And that is its turn. Clary, your move. 
Your move. Um, Kaleri. Your move! <laughs> also, that should say something, is that it affected the room and right. not just you. So seeing that it uh, affected the surrounding area, I think Kaleri uh, drops the spear on the ground um, and is going to go... Actually, no, she's not going to rage because they are fire demons. They're going to be immune to fire, I, I bet. Um, she's just going to go ahead and double slice at the image in front of her. All right. First one's a natural 20 chance. Oh. <laughs> and second one's a natural four. <laughs> so. All right, dude. A real banger and a small banger. <laughs> Fake banger. So the low one's a 25. Okay. Low banger. Natural 20, uh, the 20, a uh, 25 is going to be a miss. Okay. But, but the then first we got a 20, uh, 41 on the, on the books. Sheesh, dude. So we got 27 points of slashing chance. Um, with an additional four points of cold. 31, not all of it goes through, but a decent chunk does. Okay, so okay. it's got some resistance probably to, to slashing. Um, hmm. With my last action, I am going to go ahead and, and rage. That's going to give me some false health and um, some extra damage on my next turn. So that'll be the end of my turn. Well, it'll give you the fire resist too, right? Yeah, it will also give me the fire resist, which is huge. Okay. And after Kaleri, it is Aaron. <laughs> Let me knowledge check it. Is it religion again? Uh, yes. Beep boop beep 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 boop beep beep beep. beep. <laughs> Scanning. Mm. Thirty one. Thirty one. one. is a success. Would you like to know its defenses or its special abilities. Well, can you tell me about it first? So you wouldn't know. This thing is called a remnant. And it remnant. is a remnant of Barzillai. 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 The, yeah, we'll say Barzilla. Um, but he was the big bad from the previous campaign. But this is a remnant of him. It is incorporeal very much similar to the ghost you guys fought at the bottom of the Gieve. And yeah, basic undead incorporeal creature is like the baseline. Um, defenses or offense? What do we think, boys? Do we want to look for the damage that goes through? Or do we want to look at what we're going to be hit with? Damage that goes through is uh, mm. more more help. Sukli, like like weaknesses so. are helpful for me. Did I learn this? Uh, weaknesses trigger on um, right. persistent damage as well, which I never thought about until recently. Yeah. Okay. Good choice. I think this is the better of the two. It is immune to death effects, disease, paralysis, poison, and precision. So remember that Urkel. Mm -hmm. And it resists all damage by eight. Force, ghost touch, 
or positive damage all go through and ignore this eight eight dr if Magic your miss- weapons if your weapons are non-magical which all of you have like a plus one potency room so you mm-hmm. should be fine but if you were just using a regular weapon or like throwing a chair or something it's um double resistive against non-magical things so it'd be a 16 resist and it has a thing called haunted form Meaning whenever it is in the presence of a haunt that it is created, the damage resist goes to 12 instead of 8, and then the double would be 24. And then every time a haunt is destroyed in its presence that it, it, it created, it takes 24 damage from the backlash. So Aaron, you know that by destroying those haunts, you guys have already dealt some damage to it. Huge. Massive. Yeah, just to reiterate, force damage, a ghost touch rune, or positive like healing damage would go through. Mm. Okay. Every every element touch. every element is is uh it takes eight away from it. Do we have any ghost touch? Does anyone I have I, I have a I can throw one bomb that does ghosty mm. things. Okay, but cool. I can do it. So I my question mind. is, I, I definitely don't think I should do magic missile this turn because I only get two actions out of it when I could get three. But it's like three or forty-four, which is like twelve, sixteen damage, and I would be doing more damage if I could do at least twenty-five damage with some other spell. You said it cuts off eight, right? Cuts off eight. Yeah. All right. I am going to look at the one standing behind me. He's giving me a mean look, and I'm going to shoot a lightning bolt through his chest. Basic reflex. Fuck, dude. Natural 20. No damage. Yikes. I'm very sorry. That's huge, actually. <laughs> I sit in sadness. Aaron just shoots a massive, a massive lightning bolt, and it just like does like a ghostly like dip and dodge, and the lightning bolt just like goes through the the front wall and like out into the street, and just smokes Hundy. He's dead. Yeah. <laughs> I'm imagining first, what's the first what's you the, take like, away my cape, and now this. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine like it's when like Kakashi misses with that lightning ability that he does. It just like plows through the back wall or whatever. Um, sorry about that. It is going to go now. No, you're not. And it is going to spend an action to step and then two swings with its mace. Uh, that is a 31. And then the second is a 35. Yeah, I'm dead. I'm dead. Oh my god. I'm dead. Whoa. Here's a nice one, you guys. Okay, that is... Oh, here we go. Yo, if I get one shot, that'd be pretty funny. Okay, 14 14 bludgeoning. Oh. on On the first hit. And then 10 fire damage. 
but you resist five of that, I believe. Ten. Oh, you you wow. You resist ten. Oh, yeah. Oh, she. And then the doors of the furnace open, and Aaron. So, how much fire damage was it? Does how much of it goes through? Um, it was ten. So I rolled, none goes through? I rolled 10 damage. So if you resist okay. 10, then yeah, none goes through. Okay. So, 14. so 14 bludgeoning damage. So 14 bludgeoning, and then it hits you again. That is 19 bludgeoning on the second, and then I'm going to roll the fire on the second, and that's only four, so none of it goes through. So nice. 19 and then 14 bludgeoning. Jake, and Jake. that is its turn. And the third one is going to move. I'm half health. Okay. Holy. It's going to move up to Urkel. What you got, Batty? What you got, huh? Oh, shit. Urkel, that's shit, so dude. cool. Hit me as hard as you can. You can't hit me. You're a damn ghost. You're dead, bitch. 41. Crack my knuckles. 41 is a crit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Try to kill me, bitch. You get my boom. And then a club sound effect. And then a 20. And then a 28 is the other one. Oh, my goodness. Ghost 28 crit. does not hit, but the 41 is a crit. Okay. Oh, my God. Critical ghost. Critical ghost, ghost, ghost. 32 bludgeoning. He's a fan. Ow! 32 bludgy. And then 20. 32 bludgy on the phantom. 14 fire. Ouch. Okay. Nolly's turn. She's going to step to Aaron's side and she is going to swing her mithril hoe. Oh. She's going to swing. She's gonna swing. 35. She's gonna hit. And then second attack. It's gonna miss. Oh, I take that back. She's she's gonna stay right where she is. Because even though it is a hoe, it functions also as a sling staff, a halfling sling staff, and she is going to do some pretty big damage here, hopefully. Dude, could you imagine taking a hoe to like the throat or something? Woo! Yikes. Brutal. Seven, 17 bludgeoning, and then attack on an extra four chaotic, because it is an anarchic. And 4k damage! So that is 21 <laughs> minus 8. 13. 13 goes through. For anti-establishment damage. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess she's just going to swing three times, yeah. Or no, she, yeah, she gets a third attack. It's a minus 10, though, so only a 24. That's a miss. But she's just like, she's just like bow staff, like swinging it around her, and I imagine she's like, you know, picking up broken glass or things off tables, like swooping up and flinging it. Um, and that is her turn. This guy's getting whacked. First guy, Urkel. All Whoever right. Wants to go first. Uh, let me. Well, uh, so this thing has immune. Did we say it has immunity to precision, precision damage? Is yes. that correct? Immunity. So, yeah. so no sneak yeah. attack. 
Um, no sneak attack. Don't waste your flank. Right. Uh, or is he about a bomb? Um. Oh, you can still lower the AC, but I just wouldn't get precision damage off of it. I think I'm gonna do something else instead. Um, mind if I just go first? No, absolutely, go first. All right. I'm just gonna assume doesn't have attack of opportunity. Might regret that a smidge. We'll find out. Uh, we're always learning on this show. Um, so I'm just gonna quick alchemy, just a manipulate chance. No AOO. Sick. Hey. hey, hey. Uh, and um, quick alchemy, and I'm gonna do a, a debilitating bomb, uh, actually greater debilitating bomb, to add enfeebled one onto uh, this ghost charge, which I have not used. Uh, in a ghost charge, um, ba -da -ba -da -ba, it does positive damage, uh, and it also uh, already adds uh, the enfeebled one condition, so this will be for a total of enfeebled two. Nice. Okay. Uh, so I'm gonna quick alchemy that, and then I'm gonna double slice. Um, I'll throw that, and then I'll throw a, I guess an alchemist fire is the only thing that's gonna punch through on its own. Okay, so let's roll for amazing. Um, 16 plus goodness. 20, so 36 to hit. That goes All through. Right. Uh, that's a ghost charge, and then the alchemist fire is gonna be a 31. That goes through. Okay. Uh, we'll do the ghost charge first. Pull up the stats. Is there any weapons that Yikes. make ghosts corporeal? Yeah. Ghost touch. No, like period. Not one that makes it corporeal. No, no, there's not. There's okay. nothing that makes it corporeal. Uh, it's gonna be 13 positive damage, and the ghosty in front of no. Urkel and I is now enfeebled too. Okay. <gasps> um, so that's good. And then the alchemist fire, three. Fifteen. Uh. It's gonna be 17 minus eight, nine fire damage. Nine fire damage. And then Urkel. it's technically on fire, but it it's just <laughs> four, so it negates it all every time. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, I have questions about everything that it was uh, against. It can't, I'm getting, these things can be tripped? It's, can they? It's that, not immune to being tripped. It is not, that's silly. It is not immune to being tripped. That just sounds silly. Imagine a tripping ghost, a dude. ghost, dude. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, I'll do well, it. Do I'm it. not above it. Does it fly? <laughs> it is, like, levitating. Is it, <laughs> so does it, stupid, like, follow dude. the rules of but, gravity? But, I mean, but, yeah, but I, I, would, I would say in the rules, like, it's weird, but I would say if you're able to, like, hit it, with your then magic, you should be able to, right. knock, it you should should be be able to yeah. knock it and put it on yeah. the ground. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Then says, you're, you're sweeping out his feet from under it. You're like pushing yeah. it right. over. Yeah, down. Uh, Urkel's gonna rear back with this gigantic gash, bleeding from getting hit. 
He does the South Park guy. He says, I didn't hear no bell. <laughs> he goes to trip it. <laughs> okay. Uh, for a uh, 28. 28 against its fortitude? Believe me. Uh, I want to say reflex. Is, is, I want to say we ref always reflex makes sense. We got a 30, uh, Yeah, reflex. I got 28. Oh, that's a fail. <gasps> it okay. is a nimble ghost. Uh, <laughs> it's a, a okay. sprite little feller. Um, I mean, it, it did. one of them dodged Aaron's lightning bolt, so. That is true. That's true. Stop uh, okay. rubbing it in. <laughs> uh, you okay. guys remember uh, when uh, Aaron blew a level three spell for nothing? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, I'm gonna make a religion check to wish it away. Um, no, I'm gonna attack. <laughs> yeah, the last two then. Gosh, I'm gonna exercise. I you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's not gonna go through. Oh, but a natural twenty will. Oh, <laughs> All right. but it's not. I'm just, I mean, sure, right? Like that's. Oh, but I get the extra D8. Yo. Yeah, the deadly. Yeah, the deadly okay. date. The deadly date, but no precision damage, so it's only gonna be twenty-four points of uh, piercing damage. And that's before the DR. Yeah. Okay. So six, oh yeah. So sixteen. Sixteen. That's it. My turn. Urkel puts up a good fight. Tries to trip a ghost. <laughs> so weird. Shut up, dude. It could have worked. <laughs> <laughs> but does manage to pull out a natural twenty, dealing some damage. And round three, back to the top of the round that ghost in front of Calere. It's going to swing its burning mace. Will it hit? We'll have to find Stop out next week. Oh. Yeah. I knew for the way you were yeah. talking. Every yeah, time you like, start doing this waltz with your words, you go, and... You know, Urkel, you really did the thing, but the ghost. <laughs> oh, find out what happens next. Oh, on Calera's finest hour. All right, fine. I, I was. Uh, we're done. We're done. Uh, okay, that's the end of the episode. There. Man, I, I make basically good grade again, where we didn't cut the middle of combat. Come on. <laughs> I think we did this on Starfinder too, like a couple of. Sorry. I'm assuming. I'm assuming we're fading out. 